Everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where The More Money Show comes in. If you're ready to have more money, create more freedom, and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello, and welcome to this episode of More Money. I am so excited to have Maggie McReynolds back. Yay, welcome, Maggie. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here. Oh, well, you know, I like to start with this. Tell me something awesome. Tell you something awesome. I just got back from an amazing transformational retreat in Mexico. And, um, you, you know, it was almost so transformational that it's hard to even find words. But I will say that it was like taking off about 15 winter coats of old personality crap. Mm-hmm. And I feel so free. Yay. <laughs> yes. I love yay. it. Awesome. That's so cool. We are going to dive into sort of how you even opened up to getting to that space where you could go on that trip, right? Right. Uh, But first, uh, because I'm super excited about this, I would love to hear your new total of money manifested. All righty. It is $69,452.27. (laughs) <laughs> that is amazing. How does that feel? Um, you know, there's a little part of my brain that wants to go, well, that's really a ton of money. That's crazy. And the rest of me is just like, well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. That's how I feel. Of course. of course. That's your total, right? Like, of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I I'm, love it. I'm, I already know. I already know there'll be more. I know. I'm. I'm already mentally like, planning your 100k photo shoot because yes right before the end of the year baby yes (laughs) yes (laughs) I love it oh man I'm so excited all right so let's kind of jump into into the the process so you started with manifest 10k then you did scripting workshop right Mm -hmm. and then I I'm glad that you're willing to talk about this because this is a thing that happens. What would you say happened after you sort of started scripting and started paving the way? Um, At first, scripting felt like um, daydreaming, Mm -hmm. like, you know, being a little kid and dreaming, you know, planning what your Barbies are going to do. Yeah. Like, like, let's say Barbie has a job here and you didn't plan out all the play. And it, it felt engaging and fun. Mm-hmm. And I also didn't feel totally attached to it. It still felt like I was planning for Barbie, kind mm-hmm. of. And the more real it got for me, and I don't think I realized this, the more frightened I got that, yeah. that, that, that you know, wait a minute, if this is real, if I'm writing about something real, then probably I'm going to have to change yeah. And that's a, that's a, that's a decision point, mm-hmm. you know, where you, you, you get up to a, to a, a crossroads mm-hmm. and the only way to keep going forward is you have to decide, well, I'm going to kind of cut off and take this, this, this path that circles around back to where I was. Right. <laughs> it was, it was safer back there. Right. Which is safer. And a lot of people do that. Yeah, like they, like, 
like, cut you off, know, they stop yeah. and they go, oh no. And they go back and they find either the similar problem. So I want to highlight this a little bit for the listeners. That yeah. looks like when it comes from my clients, it looks like uh, signing on to a new program, right? Like if you're entrepreneurs, it's generally buying a new business program because then I can go reinvent the wheel. Somebody's going to start all over and I'm going to start talking about my messaging all over and this, um, or deciding like, oh, I don't want that script. So I, I definitely don't want that life. I want this other thing, right? Um, and there's a couple other ways it looks like, but I just want to highlight that a little bit. But you're, it, you're absolutely right. It's about going back to the beginning and kind of regrowing the same place or, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's exactly how I describe it. But well, yeah. No, I mean, I mean, even if, even if that path back there had, it was like kind of crappy. Yeah, you know, I I knew I knew where how it was mm-hmm. familiar. You know, yeah. there there was a pointy little rock I could sit on. It wasn't comfortable, but it was a rock. <laughs> it's a rock, <laughs> and there's a place to sit, right? right? Right. Yeah. So, I think I got up to that point, and right at that point, something happened. Something that felt like a huge obstacle, mm-hmm. and that also was beautifully representative of like all my worst fears all together in one little event. Yes. And no coincidence, right? So I'm already at the fork in the road. Right. Do I go forward and grow? Do I go back to the, the stuff I, that, that was uncomfortable, but I know it. Mm-hmm. And then the thing happens, the crisis happens. Right. And honestly, my first response to that was just to be like, oh, you know, just to duck and cover. Yeah. And after about a week of nursing that and just being terrified, um, then I started, I, 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 I guess with you out really realizing it, I'd made a choice to go on the I'm going to grow path. Yeah. Very slowly at first. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll just take a step and see how that right. goes. Yeah. You know, I'll just take another step maybe and look around and see if it goes. And, and, and it felt good. Mm-hmm. And the, instead of the fear ramping up, I was in unfamiliar territory, so the fear should ramp up, right? Instead of it ramping up, it began to fall back and recede. Yes. And with each step, the fear seemed less relevant mm-hmm. and more back there. Mm-hmm. And, and by the time the situation resolved, or I should say I resolved the situation because I took action, um, I felt very peaceful with all with that big core fear that all the fear, the the horrible thing that I was so scared was going to happen. It was like, well, it happened and I didn't die. Right. And I even grew, I even grew from it. And wow, the freedom, the freedom from that was electric. Mm -hmm. So right after that came the opportunity to go to Mexico on this very powerful sort of shamanic journey of a retreat. Mm -hmm. And and no coincidence because I'm manifesting. Right. Uh, somebody somebody paid my way. Awesome. So, <laughs> so I you know I paid for my airfare and that was it. And I got six days at a private villa in Mexico with these amazing experiences. And that was just and that was work I wouldn't have been ready for without the terrible thing. Mm-hmm. Without that terrible thing at the fork in the road, I I wouldn't have been able to step into everything that happened afterwards. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't have seen that my path forward was so much bigger and so much brighter and so much more fully illuminated with so many more colors in the palette than I could ever have imagined. Mm -hmm. 
that yeah. first script, that first script I was doing for you wasn't invalid at all, no. but it was a little piece of it. It's a yeah. little piece. Yeah. And once I'd been through the crisis and gone down the path and chosen growth, it was like it all went, yeah, and opened up. Mm-hmm. And I, oh, so many things I want to touch on here. So that's how it was. <laughs> we were talking before. And I said, that's how you're like, I didn't see her. Like I only saw her one dimensional. And I said, that's, yeah. that's how it is normal. Right. Because everybody thinks that first glimpse of their, the first time you do the workshop is like, I don't know how to describe it, but it's, you get this glimpse, right? And it's enough to go, okay. But, but what it feels like on the other side as a participant is you're like, this is all of it. Like I see it all. Right. Right. Like I've caught a glimpse of my future self in the mirror and now I know all about it. Right. I know know everything, like all of it. Right. And that's how it feels because it's new. And, but you have to, it's the stepping in, it's the scripting and then stepping in and then doing all these things that lets you get closer and closer to her and actually see all the details that you might not have seen. And it's the questions, you know, it was super interesting at the beginning of the interview, you said, um, if felt like Barbie dolls or, you know, like, like daydreaming that, right. Which was interesting to me because it was so in those beginning scripts, we, we even had to take that deeper. So it's interesting that you described it as daydreaming because it was, um, it was the way we, I'm trying to describe how we made it more real, right. It was, it was daydreaming, but it was very current selfie. I'd, I'd like call mm. you on that and say like, mm-hmm. Is, is that really what she, like, she's waking up in a suite and this is what she's thinking? And, you know, like, is that, is that really what she's grateful like it, for in this moment? <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, I remember. I, I, had, I had, after a few weeks of scripting, I suddenly decided that on that morning, on the special occasion where I'm waking up, I was like, I don't know, doing Reiki or balancing my chakras oh, or something. Yes. And, and it, it was like, really? <laughs> is that the first thing you're going to do? It was like... <laughs> Probably not. Right? And there's nothing. <laughs> but, I, but, I put, yeah. but I put it in, but I put it in kind of like, ooh, that sounds good. Yeah. Like, you know, it would be cool if my Barbie doll did that. Right, <laughs> right, yeah. It'd be cool if my Barbie did Reiki. Yeah. <laughs> and there's nothing, there's everything awesome about opening up, because it was your heart chakra specifically, I remember. It was Reiki and it was opening up your heart chakra. And there's nothing not awesome about those. However, you were scripting an anniversary trip in the happiest place on earth. That was like this dream and this amazing suite. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm thinking. I'm working really hard to open my heart chakra. Right, you're working really hard to open your heart chakra. And I'm like, that that seems interesting. Which was such a current self issue. Yes. Like such a current self issue. Yeah. And I didn't, and you were very graceful and patient with me. You were like, (laughs) you know. Because that's the pro. I mean, that's just that's what happens with everybody, right? Is, and it's but it's interest. It is when we get into that deeper, like the more real things. When we have to suspend, like, oh, what if there's a version of me who doesn't have to open her heart chakra because she lives with her heart chakra open? Mm-hmm. Like, who? Oh, that's big and scary and real, as you put it. Like that's where the real stuff comes from, and then that fear can can kind of creep in. And I want to just highlight this for everybody. We talked a little bit about before the call, there was sort of, you kind of disappeared a little bit, Mm -hmm. which is okay. (laughs) 
um, because that's sometimes what happens in the work, right? And um, it just happens. And, um, and, but you come back and then this, so then, okay, so we talked about that. And then this big thing that came into your life, this big, uncomfortable, not super fun thing. Mm -hmm. But what it did was your, your future self had none of that fear, right? Or has none of that fear, right? No, no. And I think, I think that challenges show up so that we can move forward into that larger future self. Yeah. There's, there's, there's that, there's that quote about a candle can't perceive its essence in the daylight. Mm, it, it, It only knows that it's meant to shine if it's dark. Yeah. So sometimes similarly, it takes a dark time in order for us to realize how much light we do have and can grow into. And I'll even give the other perspective because I don't know if I totally believe that. I don't believe we have to get dark to shine. I believe we have to um, break the shell. So it was like- Yeah, that's good. Yeah, your future self doesn't have that fear. So if your current self does, your future self has to give you something that's going to get you out of that fear. Has to give Mm. you experience that says- I'm picturing her rubbing her hands and going, I know. (laughs) I know what I'll do. Yeah. (laughs) And I have had several um, experiences where I'm like, I know I didn't, one of the biggest ones is leaving the four seasons. Like I know that I looked at my lease for a certain thing and then it wasn't there. And I'm like, she changed it. So I'd have to leave. Like I, I truly believe Mm -hmm. that because Mm -hmm. time is not linear and, and all these things. And so I look at it like she just has to get you to the person who doesn't have that fear anymore. And this is the way to do it. The big, the big easy, but hard way, right. It's the quickest and easiest way to get you out of that. Um, And you and I talked a little bit about um, before too, and I want to touch on this is you couldn't have really identified the fear. You have like, if you would have thought it was fear, then there's this whole thing where we go backwards and we try and fix fear which just mm-hmm. keeps us stuck in fear, right? Do you want to say a little yeah. bit about, yeah, how oh, you feel about that? Yeah, I mean, I, and this, this speaks to, to your coaching as well. If at any point you had just said to me, oh, Maggie, that's just your fear talking. Just, you know, <laughs> get over that or, you know, work on that. <laughs> I, I, I think that I think I would have been like, oh, that's fear. That's old fear. Mm-hmm. So I've got to go back yeah. to the start of that old fear and I have to, I have to fix it. Yeah. I have to go back to my two-year-old self and fix that fear. Yeah. But when you're still, you know, it's like, it's like if, if fear is, a, is this hand and mm-hmm. this is your, if, as long as you're trying to shove your fear away, you're still energetically attached to it. Yes. It's only in just kind of going, hey, I'm not playing this game. That your fear yeah. just kind of falls on its face and disintegrates. Yeah. They're not energetically engaged with it anymore. Mm-hmm. It took something that big, like you could see my fears all along. Yeah, sure. But yeah. it took something that big for me to realize, wow, this is too big for me to push against. Mm-hmm. And my choices are really to just either let it flatten me mm-hmm. or to step to one side mm-hmm. and be done. Yeah. And I'm so grateful for all of our work together because I think it's what empowered me to even see that stepping to one side was an option, let alone being able to do it. Yes. 
I love that. You I did, so I didn't destroy my fear. I didn't go back and fix my fear. I just went, well, that's not relevant. And stepped <laughs> one side. <laughs> yeah. I can go over here. And yeah. It, and that, yes. Yeah. I love that you said that. And I do for, you know, people listening and you want to understand, well, like, how does the work do that? It's because as we gently have the, I'm going to go back to the chakra conversation because we've used that example, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's ha- when we gently step into and go, oh, there is a person in me who can just be fully present and have their heart chakra open. That's a choice. I can see that. I can practice that now in scripting that builds us up to when it, we come up against that big fear to go, oh, I can, I can step aside, which I love that you made that choice and you knew that you could make that choice. That's so exciting, right? Yeah, yeah. cause I don't think that's the choice you've ever known you could make. Not really. I'm guessing, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, I, I could have identified that I was driven by fear. I could have told you what the fear was about and what its origins were. Mm-hmm. And I could have intellectually acknowledged that there was probably a way to, to survive without it. Mm-hmm. And, and notice I said survive, not thrive. Right. Um, but I, I, I didn't know how to, I still thought it took some active thing on my part. Yeah. Oh, talk about what like active. Yeah. I don't know. Like I would have to like really work on it, just work <laughs> on it. whatever working yeah. on it looked like. And I don't know what working on it looked like. It would be like, I don't know, hours of therapy or years of therapy or meditations or, or you know, actually what I think, I think what I, what many of us do mm-hmm. is working on it looks like self-flagellating. Like I'm just going to keep beating myself up. Yes. And maybe if I beat myself up enough, I'll let go of my fear. Right. But, you know, I mean, if you, I mean, that's like smacking a kid over and over again and going, don't be scared of me. Right. Don't be scared of me. <laughs> you know, how yes. is that? You know? Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's only when that kid in us can go, you know, I'm kind of, done with this experience now yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go over here <laughs> yeah. yeah oh I love that yeah. um and we've touched on this but I kind of want to just kind of wrap that part up you know you said before we before we start recording like I was looking at everything even my future self through the fear lens um yeah, yeah. so what does it look like to have lifted that lens like how do you see now uh, I, I want to say 360 as opposed oh, to, yeah. like, you know, um, yeah. and I also see that nothing has to be any particular way or shape or color or dollar figure or, mm-hmm. you know, there's so many possibilities. Yeah. And if I am grounded in my purpose and in my future self's the purpose I've always had and that my future self is intimately living into the rest of it kind of takes care of itself. Um, It's fun to imagine all the different permutations of what that could look like. And there's nothing more fun than saying, I want to drive that car and then actually manifesting it. Cause how fun is that? Uh, It's so fun. It's way more fun when you manifest it. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) But what's also true is that, I see an array of paths Mm -hmm. for my future self and any one of them would work. Yes. Cool. I get to decide. And at any point I can go like you with the four seasons at any point you can go, that was fun. I'm going to go over to this path now. Yeah. Right. Yep. 
Absolutely. I love it. So my last question as we wrap up, because I think this is important when we go through hard things. And I think what I want to say to your listeners is when you are stepping into your future self, like there will be things like Maggie's big thing that she has to go through because you have to become the person who isn't whatever. And the only way to get there is, is through it. Sometimes it doesn't mean it has to be catastrophe or dark or all these things, but they're just things that get created so that you can become the version of yourself that doesn't have that fear or whatever it is anymore. Um, and going through that, you said something which I think is super important and good for our listeners. Um, I said to you to just stay in integrity Mm, the whole time you went through that. And so I just want to touch on it. Um, what did that mean for you and how did that take you through that? What it meant for me was that it didn't, that more than anything, more than anything anyone else thought of me or judged me or how I represented myself in the world, the bottom line was I needed to, I wanted to go to sleep at night feeling completely in integrity with myself mm-hmm. and to know that I was solid and that I could trust myself mm-hmm. and that I would do what I said I was going to do and that I didn't have a lot of fear you know, masking truth. So whenever I found myself wavering or feeling scared or feeling wobbly or like, oh, I just don't know, I, it was like having that wonderful tree when you're playing tag that's home base. Mm-hmm. And home base for me was me, right? Yeah. And I knew, I knew that no matter how far I wandered, I could come back to home base and touch the trunk of that tree and go, yeah, that's, that's what me feels like, that tree. That was a beautiful gift you gave me to, to advise me to keep in integrity because that, that whole visual and that whole energy came from that suggestion. And it's ultimately what kept me grounded through everything that followed mm-hmm. and anything that will, mm-hmm. truthfully. Yeah. As long as I hold home base, I can go anywhere. Yeah. Oh, that's such a beautiful description. And that's going to make all the difference for someone listening. I know. Well, I hope so. Yeah. Um, Awesome. Well, as we wrap up, what advice would you give anyone who's trying to grow into their future self or who is growing into their future self? Let me rephrase that. Forward. Yeah. It's so tempting to to take a step back and reevaluate or whatever it is you call it. Yep. And it's tempting also to hold still. Yes. Forward. Whatever size step you feel capable of making, keep moving forward. It's what life's about. I love it. Um, Thank you, Maggie, for sharing that. Um, As we wrap up, just if anyone wants to write a book or they want to learn how to tell their story about what they've gone through, how can they connect with you? Where do they go? Oh, um, Facebook. Yeah. The, the Maggie McReynolds, because apparently I'm the most important one. <laughs> or uh, Maggie at MaggieMcReynolds.com. Awesome. And we will catch up with Maggie. I am so excited for your next interview because I know so much more juiciness is going to be coming. So thank you. And thank you to everyone listening. Catch Maggie's next interview and the next uh, More Money Show. Have a good week. Thank you for joining us on the More Money Show. To learn more about enrolling in the Enchanted Circle, go to CassieParks.com.